0: Before we get started in today's show, I want to tell you about Stamps.com. Longtime sponsor of the BS Report. It's quick. It's convenient. More importantly, it's really, really easy to use. You do not have to go to the post office anymore. You can just stay home. Make your own office, your personal post office. You can avoid lines. You can avoid just standing there as somebody mails some package, some 79-year-old lady. Who needs that? Make your own mailing and shipping from your house. Stamps.com. Put in the top right of the site, BS, you'll get a deal and a scale and a whole bunch of other things. It's a great product. Uh, You can buy and print official U.S. postage using your computer and printer. Stamps.com will give you a digital scale. It will automatically calculate the exact postage for any letter, any package. They'll even help you choose the best class of mail. Wow. Why go to the post office? Just give it to the postman. Stamps.com. Check it out.
1: The B.S. Report is a free-flowing conversation that occasionally touches on mature subjects. The B.S. Report. The B.S. Report with Bill
0: Simmons. Welcome to The B.S. Report. It is a sunny but chilly Monday morning here in Southern California. Also chilly yesterday in Foxborough, Massachusetts, where Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and the New England Patriots thrashed Peyton Manning and the Denver Broncos because... You can't give the Pats three and a half points at home.
1: You just can't. Listen, how many years have we been doing this? Seven years? And when Eight. was the last time you could say you were decidedly the best team in football? It's been yeah. a while. We've but had some
0: runs. It. We've had some high-scoring runs over the last couple of years. Yeah? Um, is Gronk the best weapon in football? Yeah, he is. Yeah, I think he is, too. I think, he ma- I think he makes the biggest difference of any running back or wide receiver who plays, or a tight end, or
1: whatever. Well, running backs start out with the ball behind the line of scrimmage, and and they, you know, eleven guys are trying to tackle him. And Gronkowski is uncoverable. So, you know, if he gets open, in, you know, in an open space, that's it. That's it. And he catches the ball, and uh, he's a monster. And it's everything everybody knows. But it's all clicking at the right time for
2: you.
0: We I watched the game yesterday with a couple of people, uh, including a uh, Pats man, and the first two drives they didn't get him the ball and we're all mad. We're just like, just stop messing around. Just throw the ball to Gronkowski. There's an right. the idea. Just throw it to him. And he had like three catches on the next drive. But he uh he reminds me of how like, you know, a really good center in basketball when the guy is just a beast on the low post and it opens up the floor for everyone else. I feel like that's what he does for the Patriots offense. And it makes such a difference when he's healthy, please, for the love of God, can he stay healthy for three more months?
1: (laughs) Are we going to see like double teams on tight ends? Like these guys are becoming so massive and Gronkowski's the, the prototype for it, but it's really going to screw up some Tampa twos and some uh, defensive schemes because you can't leave a guy like that. One-on-one coverage all game just can't do it.
0: They were doubling them a little bit. Um, it was a good game. It, it went. I mean, if you're a Patriot fan, that's about as good of a Pats Broncos game as you can get. Manning made a couple of big mistakes. Wes Welker didn't look good. Then, unfortunately, he got hurt. But looks like it's starting to look like they might have sold at the right time on uh, on Welker. The Broncos special teams, um, the field goal kicker, during in the headlights. They gave up a big punt return. That might be the Achilles heel for them, other than the other stuff. Who do you think's the best team right now?
1: Well, let me let me just go back to Welker real quick. I think it's your Patriots, but the the I mean, we're gonna see him die on the field, right? Like I can't even watch him anymore. It's like watching those knockout game videos. Just enough is enough already. So yeah, yeah they definitely sold at the right time with him.
0: Well, I'm gonna call either my dad or my buddy J Bug after after we hang up with you because
1: I wanna I wanna really bathe in this Patriots win somewhere. It was great. 42 straight home starts versus AFC, uh, 42 straight home wins versus AFC teams. That's insane. Five That's straight,
0: insane. five straight wins since everyone poured dirt on Brady. Yeah. Thank God we didn't have a podcast yet. Cause I probably would have had a shovel. Right. Um, I, it wasn't even a Brady thing. It was after that, after that chiefs won an eight game, it really seemed like we couldn't block. Right. And it really seemed like Gronk was like, never going to be the same. Like he'd had too many injuries and, you add up those two things together it's just the, the worst weapons Brady had had since Oh six offensive line that couldn't block. Like where was that team going? And then miraculously five weeks later, boom, but new England and Pittsburgh. I mean, I guess I, I felt a little dumb picking Baltimore yesterday because after seeing how banged up their secondary was, but mm-hmm. 12 touchdowns in two games with no picks for Roethlisberger and, and uh, has these young receivers and just, now, what, what do you think the ceiling is for them?
1: Yeah, well, I don't know how you rank teams, like best to worst, but there is one way to look at it. I think there's only there's three teams that could beat anyone by 30 points on any field, any time, and it's the Patriots, Broncos, and Steelers. Mm. Uh, what the Cardinals are doing is nice, and the Eagles will be a tough out and everything, but those three, and I'm looking at the AFC as dynamite. there will be a 10-16 that's out for sure, don't you think?
0: Yeah, and Miami's playing. We were on that Miami thing. I, uh, For some reason, I just felt like yesterday was a kitchen sink game for for San Diego. And if anything, it went the other way. Their defense yeah. is, is banged up. Their offensive line can't block. Um, rivers look terrible. And the Dolphins might just be really good. You were on that before the season. You like them as a sleeper.
1: But I like both. I like the Dolphins and the Chargers. So I had a conundrum, yeah. and I went on Sports Center and picked uh, the Chargers as my best bet. And I think a couple, a couple weird bounces and bad ref calls that could have gone either way that game. Chargers Dolphins yesterday. I'm not. I'm Are you not being tig- sarcastic. <laughs> yes, I am. That was okay, terrible. <laughs> that was so terrible. <laughs> they
0: were never in it. I had that as my. I was home. I had the Chargers Dolphins on the on the big TV. I was like, oh, this would be great. This is yeah. staying on the. But within like 20 minutes, it went to Cardinals Cowboys. Well, we we like mention- four and one, and
1: they gave it to your your guy there. brandway's He's like a, a buck 35. We gave it to him four yards behind the line of scrimmage, and he didn't have a chance. And that was yeah. that was it. But. Yeah. Miami so, thirteen and one at home against West teams coming east. Why do we hear that stat now, like after <laughs> after the game?
0: Well remember that was like the one of the most reliable stats, right. kinda under the radar for a while, West Coast going east and yeah. then people started kind of, it started to go into the line and people really started paying attention to it. And then there are a couple wonky West coast beating the East coast team at 1 PM games. Yep, yep, exactly. And now it's flipped back. And now the it's other gone good back one to is to uh,
1: a team coming off a buy was Oh, they're so rested and prepared. And then uh, Kaepernick yeah. fumbles, uh, <laughs> no business fumbling inside the one and the 49ers look terrible.
0: I don't think there's any rhyme or reason, anything this year. Cause like Thursday night, Normally I would take the saints in Carolina. Cause I don't think Carolina is very good. The saints right. played a Sunday night game. Yeah. And then we're scheduled for Thursday night. Like congratulations mm-hmm. again, NFL for your, your repeated commitment to player safety. Yep. So the saints, they, they're basically playing less than 96 hours after they had just finished playing. Yep. Um, I figured, like, oh, man, they, they're going to be so banged up. No, this will at least be a close game. Now nope, they kill Carolina.
1: And Denver did the same thing a couple of weeks back. They played the Sunday night game, and they played Thursday against San Diego, and they, they crushed both. So, yeah, right. you can't figure anything out. So a couple
0: of things about the Lions this year, which mm-hmm. I thought were interesting. Um, underdogs, we love the underdogs this year. Yeah. By my calculations, underdogs sixteen fifty eight. 58. Does that seems right
2: has it
1: it's made a comeback then because uh when we were on hiatus there okay. a few weeks ago the favorites were were crushing
0: so the uh underdog winners mm-hmm. the 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 dogs who have covered and then won outright have forty three of sixty wow um which is usually it's around seventy five percent so that's pretty average. So
1: if you're gonna home? take the dog, bet, bet the money line for the most part. Yeah, point. we say that every year. Right, just take, I know just, we do.
0: Just bet the money. Yeah. Why take the points? Um, but the 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 really interesting thing, usually home dogs they're gonna go like sixty to sixty eight percent, something like that. This year they're eighteen and eighteen. Yeah. I don't know what to make of that. I don't like this season. It just feels like every week the favorites go seven and seven or six and eight or seven and eight or eight and seven. It's we haven't had like that, that week where it's just like everything kind of makes sense.
1: It is hard if you if you're in any of those weekly ESPN pools or something where you have to pick every game and you're staring at a game for more than like 30 seconds. You're like, all right, I'm just going to take the underdog. Doesn't seem to work anymore. <laughs> you will end up like five and 11 or something. But right. even though they are about 500, but yeah, it, it's a crazy year. I mean, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay <laughs> lost 56 14 to Atlanta and then beat Pittsburgh, who looks like they're just they're never going to lose another game. Like I, I don't know what to make of this year. Well, the one thing.
0: One thing that's held, for the most part, um, if you just decide which teams you like and don't like and just stick to it, you're going to do pretty well. Like, yeah, here's a, against the spread, Indy's six and two. Indy 6-2. and Indy, KC, Philly, and Arizona are all 6-2 and two against the spread. Now, mm-hmm. those teams are all good. Those are all playoff teams. And I think you could argue three of those teams were either a surprise or a mild surprise. I think a lot of people had, had Arizona going backwards this year. Right. Um, Miami's five and three against the spread. But then you go the other way. Um, Washington's three and six. Tennessee's two, five and one. Jacksonville's two, six and one. And the Jets are one, seven and one. Wow. And my phone is going off and I don't even know where it is.
1: It's probably uh, oh. it's probably Rex Ryan yeah. calling the debate um, just that. Oh, it's our
0: agent, James Babydoll Dixon. I, <laughs> wish, I, wish, uh, I wish I wish, could conference him in. So the Jets are one, seven and one against the spread. Uh. Yeah. Um, now you and I, neither of us liked the jets before the season. No, we didn't like them. No, but
1: we didn't think it so was just rid Yeah, we didn't. They looked like so they were going to cover. They looked like they really, really wanted to cover the spread yesterday. And then Michael Vick, Michael Vick even came back in the game after getting beat up. And, uh, but no, just, just not going to happen. Hey, if Rex Ryan gets fired this week,
0: I'd like to throw Grantland's hat in the ring. I could turn him into my Mike Lombardi for the rest of the year. I don't oh. know what kind of media options he has, but I'm throwing that out there.
1: I thought you said all of Grantland can can coach the Jets. That would have been even more No, that would have been fun, too. Put Barnwell and Mays, offensive <laughs> yeah.
0: defense coordinators. Um, yeah, Frex Ryan, if you want media options, we're ready. Grantland is ready for you. I like that. Uh, last thing before we get to the Week 10 lines, yeah. Dallas Cowboys.
1: So, they've lost somehow twice since we had a podcast last. <laughs> I, don't know how, I don't know how the math works out. but Yeah, uh, so we – so since
0: we went on the hiatus, as you called it, uh, yeah. the Cowboys got red hot during that hiatus. Right, I know. By the time the hiatus ended, the Cowboys were uh, considered to be a Super Bowl contender, mm-hmm. and and now the the wheels have come off. And since we did the last podcast, as you said, you you lost on Monday night to the Redskins to Colt mm-hmm. McCoy. Yeah. Brandon Whedon has become prominently involved in your season. And wow. that just has to be. They just describe that for 20 seconds, what it's like to root for Brandon Whedon.
1: No, it's not good because I watch my kids' flag football game, my nine year old, and their quarterback does a better job not telegraphing passes as much as Brandon Whedon. Like, he'll look wow. to the left side of the field, and he never takes his. He just. His, his head's pointed that way, and that's it. He's throwing a Des Bryant to hell or high water, if he's open or not. But. Um, it's bad. It's all bad. And now, now you know you've had back issues and you've flown with back issues. Is Tony yeah. Romo going to be able to start now? This must win. Like I used to think, like all right, we'll go six and three. We could lose to Arizona. We'll beat Jacksonville. We'll be seven and three, and then split the last six. If you don't split the last six, go three and three. Um, you don't deserve to be in the playoffs anyway. But I don't think we could beat Jacksonville with Brandon Whedon. They, they stick around long enough to create, uh, cause problems. But now. Is Romo going to survive like a nine-hour flight? This is like the first of these we've seen, isn't it?
0: I would rather, if, if, if I'm the Cowboys, he's not on that plane. Really? Just stay in Texas for a couple weeks. If uh. you can't beat the Jaguars with... Uh, I know. I mean, just, that's a kitchen sink game.
1: think well, you get your best quarterback in there, though, right?
0: Well, I'm saying a kitchen sink game, no Romo kitchen sink game. Like that's one where you run three-trick
1: plays. The Jags are kind of a little bit frisky. Yeah, they are. Tiny bit. Uh, S- somehow, Bernard I, Robinson runs straight up and, and ends up with great stats every game. Bortles is, is competent and pull it. you know, the, that fourth quarter interception or something. So uh, You're not going to lose to the Jaguars in London. I don't oh think God. you need Tony Romo for that They'll game. Don't say that. Come when on. did
0: I hear one of the announcers yesterday was like, Tony Romo's got... Two two fractured bones in his back, but it's not as bad as it seems. <laughs> I think Aikman said that. I don't want to blame Aikman, but it was one of the people yesterday. I was thinking, like, not as bad as it seems. He's two
1: broken bones in his back. Oh, uh, he loves setting Romo up for disaster. Do that's, that's you think he it. resents him? It's the history, it's the historical value in that. Yeah. Yeah. So you, so you wouldn't got... start Romo. Interesting. Well, maybe. No. What if no he way. flies and doesn't start, and then if they're in trouble, he comes in? You're not even up to that.
0: he's not on the plane. If I'm running the team, I don't lie. The whole left side of the offensive line is out. It's, it's, it's bad news for us. Really is. I have Denver, the Patriots and Arizona as the top three in some order. You do. Yeah.
1: You take Arizona over Pittsburgh in a
0: neutral field. I need to see a little more from Pittsburgh. It was just two weeks ago when I watched them play Houston on a Monday night and they were down, Right. I don't know, 10 nothing, something like that. And then they had that crazy two-minute sequence that like flipped their season around. And Ryan Fitzpatrick was the best he ever did for any team, what he did for the Steelers. But I, I, don't, I don't trust him yet. And I think we make a mistake during the football season of getting too carried away by one or two or All three right. games. Okay, I agree. Let's see a little more from them.
1: Well, did you, one thing I didn't see, I thought I saw a little love lost between the Steelers and Ravens. I thought thought it was. Yeah, there was a little love lost. There was, I thought it might've just been a fleeting flirtation, but you thought it was love, huh? I don't think they ever loved each other. (laughs) I don't think there was any love to be lost. That would be a good interview to go throughout the the 53 man rosters and see was there, is there any love? And was there any love? (laughs) Where did it get lost?
0: Well, we have a fantasy football uh, apocalypse for bye weeks this week. Yeah, no Texans, no Colts, no Patriots, no Chargers, no Vikings, and no Redskins. Now mm-hmm. the last two probably don't hurt you that much, but the first four—wow.
1: Well, I tweeted yesterday that the great thing about six teams being off is there's only seven games to have to navigate through in the early you know afternoon. But the bad thing is you're you're ending up with Brian Hoyer as your quarterback. So. Yeah, the early games yesterday were awful,
0: and to I really regretted staying home. I wish I had done something with my kids. It's
1: funny because you always now, now we're sent we're we're like conditioned. To think all right, well, there's definitely gonna be one comeback, so I'm not necessarily gonna turn this Chargers Dolphins game off because there's always one stupid game that comes back. And uh, but no, there was not nothing like that. Maybe Minnesota, you can count. Mm. All right, well, let's get to week week ten. We're in let's week ten deal. already. You're I five feel like- and three against me. We tied one week, and uh, and here we go. I won last week, week ten. Cleveland at Cincinnati Thursday night. The season's really flown by. It's almost
0: like four weeks just disappeared in the thin air. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> can, can we talk about your Halloween party quickly? Your, you had a Halloween party on Saturday. Yeah. And uh, and and Corolla and I, we Corolla and I are due for a podcast. Put it that way.
1: We we have a. You always say that, and then you end up editing it down to like six minutes. <laughs> Just a serious
0: question. Would you listen to Carol and I talk about the movie Rush for 75 minutes? Because I think it's in play. <laughs> maybe. He's the maybe. only person I know who's watched it more than me. Yeah. He loves that crap. He, he thinks Daniel Brule got robbed of an Oscar. <laughs> so, anyway, look forward to that in the BS4. right. Thursday night, Bengals Browns.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think this is a loser goes home match. Interesting. Yeah, you might be right. Like I said, I think 10 and 6. Well, so who would you say the wild cards are right now? Division winners are pretty clear. I don't think either of these Actually, teams. Actually, the North isn't clear. but
0: wait. I don't think either of these teams are a playoff team. Hmm. But I think that whoever loses this game can officially be crossed off. Right. Because that Bengals team is not running this late. The they play to Brown the level student. of the
1: competition more than anyone I've seen. They're in, pretty uh, mediocre. Yeah.
0: So they're five. They're five, two, and one. Oh, you know what? I didn't realize they were five, two, and one. I forgot they tied that game. So they're not. This isn't a loser goes home. This is if God. Cleveland's five and three.
1: Well, they've had some horrible. You know, they first of all they lost. They beat Tampa barely yesterday. They beat Oakland the week before, and they lost to Jacksonville. So they're barely surviving. These these should be much very winnable games, but all right, can we, so new England's in, I would say
0: if I'm saying like, who's in, who would I bet on? I would say new England, Denver, Pittsburgh, oh, Indy Casey. And then that six spot is between Cincy, Buffalo, Miami, Cleveland, San Diego, Baltimore.
1: That's crazy. look how many teams you just had. Did you say Kansas city too?
0: I have Kansas city in, I th- I think they get to 10 or 11. It's a good so. team. Hmm. they're deceiving five and three too. You could, they could easily be six and two.
1: Well, that's the next. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, so we'll get to that game too, but uh, all right, Thursday night, what do you have Cleveland and Cincinnati? Well, the, the big winner is Indy just being in the division there. Right. right.
0: Holy that's mackerel.
1: Like and now Foster's hurt. Like anything that was even close to them, uh, having a tr- struggle has gone out the window. I have the Bengals by six. Well, here we go with the cheating right off the bat. I said seven, and it is six. Why wouldn't you say seven? Cincinnati. So I, don't the Bengals, I, don't,
0: I don't think the Bengals are good.
1: Uh, Andy,
0: right, well. Andy, by the way, was really, really ready to give that one away, and then Jeremy Hill busted the 60-yarder. But yeah. Andy,
1: Andy was ready. The crowd was getting antsy. The crowd was booing a little bit. They were ready. What is it with the Andy? What if Andy Dalton and Andy Reid um, combined forces? What would oh that my be like? Oh, it would be a gambling extravaganza. A That's what it would be like, yeah, that right, you got that. I know I'm reprimanding you for getting it exactly right, but you're you're up one nothing. And we go Sunday early Tennessee at Baltimore, last oh. place Ravens against the last place Titans. Is that right? Yeah, oh, no Jaguars are last place in that division. Right. When
0: do the Ravens get their secondary dudes back?
1: I don't know. I think it's a couple of weeks though. Uh, so I'm trying to think if they had their buy. That kills them because uh, did. Yeah,
0: I think healthy, that's a pretty good team. But that Uh-oh. was a team that seemed like it had injuries in the wrong places. I'm going to say, don't forget, the Ravens are very good at home. I'm right. going to
1: say Ravens by seven and a half. Well, that win this one, they're even better than you think they are at home. I said nine, and the line is 10. Right. So I'm going to get that one. Congratulations. Tennessee. <laughs> Tennessee was off last week. The Ravens are just, you can't trust them. They have guys disappear. Like, Torrey Smith will have no targets one week. And then you have the rookie running back. Like, I don't even know what we're looking forward to. I guess the secondary coming back. But they're still going to struggle running the ball.
0: Wizenhunt just can't settle on a QB. Yeah. I wonder if, has he just had bad luck with QBs? Or is he genuinely too impatient? Like, I wonder if he was like this in real life. Like, he just dated a lot. Couldn't settle down (laughs) with
1: anyone. Interesting. Put Jake Locker in a wig. We'll see what happens. All right, Casey <laughs> at Buffalo. Talk about. Uh, I think this is a must win. It's a great game. I think this is a, if you're five and three, and then five and four, and you have to go ten and six. You you may have to go better than ten and six to make it. So,
0: this is a great game. This, yeah. So this might be a loser leaves leaves yeah, town match. That's what I'm saying. Um, man, I had trouble with this one. I have Chiefs by one and a half.
1: Yeah, you did better than I did. I said Bills by one and a half. It's Chiefs by two. Okay. So you get it. I like Is that, that. right? So, They're both, both five and three, but we learn a lot about Kyle Orton this week, right? <laughs> what do we need to learn? <laughs> I don't know. He seems <laughs> to be getting a lot more praise than I think he, he's worthy of. I'm going to learn something. <laughs> You'll learn something. I'll make sure you learn something. I look forward to learning something about <laughs> Kyle Orton this week that I didn't um, know. Another really good game early Miami at Detroit.
0: Oh, I like this
1: one. So,
0: I wish these two teams weren't playing because I like both of them. I know. Me too. From, I was like re- excited to gamble on both of them this week. Uh-huh. Speaking of gambling, I had a three team, seven point tease, which was like uh three to four odds. Uh-huh. Um, At the Pats, I teased to, to uh, 11.
1: Or well, 10 yeah, and the a half. first two covered easily. And the last
0: one screwed you, right? Pats, Rams <laughs> cover easily. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Raiders. I just needed the Seahawks to win by six and a half. Uh, they're minus six and a half. So I just they, they need to win by seven. I'm good.
1: Awesome Raiders muscle. It's screwing you over. Every yeah, they're up like
0: 14, nothing. It looks like one of those games where their defense is going to have 58 fantasy points. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just, I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden the Raiders are driving for the, for the uh, backbreaking tease, busting touchdown. What happened to the 12th man? Yeah, I know. That it's guy the 12th needs to really just, suit up. The 12th man has had one of the worst years of anybody. People are just walking in that house and doing whatever they want. Derek Carr?
1: You're Maybe the 12th me? man has the flu with all of them. But, yeah, no, it seems like, yeah, you could you didn't used to be able to drive the field in, in Seattle, CenturyLink, whatever it is, and, uh, and score, and let alone Derek Carr doing it. And then they're like, oh, we've had
0: injuries. Oh, congratulations.
1: You're an NFL team.
0: Everybody yeah. has injuries. There's no excuse to. You can't beat the Raiders by more than six points. I know. And Wilson looks terrible. Oh, listen to you. Uh, I, I don't know if you knew, but Brady and I are really back strong. You're back, right? right? We're so back. I love Tom Brady. (laughs) It's (laughs) going to be interesting. We've, We've never been stronger.
1: This is where people, they renew their vows. You know, it's like the Mariah Carey and, and the Nick Cannons. Like, we have to get married every year. We can't just have gotten married. We have to renew our vows every year. And then, you know, then it it's over. That's a death knell right there.
0: If I could renew my vows with Tom Brady, I would right now. All right, he well, had some great throws yesterday.
1: He did. He did. He really just had some BBs. I, I actually it. felt uh, bad for Welker, the way Edelman was dominating yesterday. I really did. You know
0: what else? This is a weird theory. I don't know if I've mentioned this to you before. I think all the Brady stuff after the KC game, when, uh, you know, the Garoppolo was that that became a thing for a split second uh-huh. and people are wondering if Brady's done all that stuff. I think that galvanized all the Boston fans behind Brady. I think people love Brady and uh-huh. it kind of, it kind of put the whole thing in perspective with him and people reappreciated him and they really want him to kind of be Tom Brady and these crowds that the Patriots have gotten at these last couple of home games have been excellent. Pretty good. Yeah. Yesterday was off the charts. Good. It was really, I thought they affected the game.
1: It seemed I really loud. In. Like I, you were going to win anyway, but it was really yeah. loud on that fourth and six. I think it was right before the half. You guys are up 20 to seven and Ayers, the Ayers, yeah. the Ayers they're, they're making, they're making great trades. It seems too, in the middle yeah. of the season. Made a couple of good ones. Comes in, I think yeah. that was their only sack. And then they put up another score to go up 27-7 and half, and that was it. But that crowd on that play was spectacular, I thought. This is a DNA thing.
0: Well, this is a DNA thing for the Pats fans who have never respected Manning and always feel like if the weather hits a certain point or if the defense behaves a certain way, we can get to Uh him. And whether that's true or not true, like yesterday when it snowed, when people knew that it was going to be snowy and cold in the morning. Yeah. Every Pats fan was into it. I mean, people are mailing me pictures. It's just like Manning is, you know, he's going to go down as the most successful QB ever. I don't know if that means he's the greatest. Mm-hmm. but He's the winner. I, he's the best winner, right? Except for the one Super Bowl and falling apart in a bunch of big games. Like, they, there's some, some Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. But I do feel like Patriot fans, whether it's rational or irrational, like, if he's in Foxborough and the weather's not great, we feel uh-huh. like we can get him. We feel like yeah. we can
1: get to them. We really do. Well, anyway, I don't know if you'll have the one seat or not, but it should be, should be something to watch Miami. All right. So what do we have Miami at Detroit? I had the lions by three and a half. That's exactly what I had. It's three. three. And it yeah. was, it was like two or two and a half. So we split that. That's a tough one.
0: Let me, this is a serious question. Do you yeah. think Tannehill is the best athlete of any quarterback? What? Ryan Tannehill. No. Have you seen him on like runs? I think a
1: better athlete. I think uh, – no, I know he's won. He, he's had like four games with 48 yards rushing average or something. But That
0: bootleg – the bootleg play when Tannehill takes off, he looks like Carl Lewis. Come
1: on. You're crazy. What about the Tannehill. first uh, eight games where he looked like Huey Lewis? Like, what, <laughs> we, have to, we have to sort it out, though. Does is Tannehill that, run a 4 one forty. He's inconsistent. That
0: dude's got – he's lightning fast. He's
1: fast. See, I already see a crack in the, your, uh, in the Tom Brady relationship going after Tannehill.
0: I, I, all I know is people are like, oh, Colin Kaepernick, what an athlete. Like, Ryan is a good athlete. Yeah.
1: That's uh, what I'm got, saying. He's underrated. All right, Dallas and Jacksonville. This game is in London. Oh, my God. Six and three Cowboys, one and eight Jaguars. The line that is out is reflecting um, as if Tony Romo was playing. Oh, thank
0: you for that information. That's going to change my guess. All right. I'm going to say... Cowboys by
1: seven and a half. Oh, you son of a! B- it is seven and a half. Ah, I, I said really eight and, and a half. Wow. All right. So if we
0: if Whedon if Whedon <laughs> was in that game, what do you think? Five and a half.
1: Jags by six.
0: Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> why uh, why yeah. didn't the cards line? Why didn't the cards line move more when it became apparent that Brandon Weeden was playing?
1: No. What do you mean they were getting th- three and a half there in the week, and then they were giving one? By the way, three and a half would have been good, even if Romo. What I, I should have, but we should have thought about that. Three and a Shouldn't half Shouldn't the a cards good have
0: been favored by at least three against Brandon Weeden? They should have. Yes.
1: Yeah. It should I have moved like,
0: up. I feel like not enough people have seen Brandon Weeden play football.
1: It was just a matter of time. Let me tell you, let me say this about the Cowboys, too. For yeah. a long time, we were the team that everyone wanted to go and beat. And then we put together like uh, 63, 8, and 8 seasons in a row. And I was yeah. like, ah, who cares about the Cowboys anymore? And then, like, before Monday night, I especially feel this way with the Redskins. The Cowboys were the team everyone wanted to beat again, the six and one Cowboys, and that's why Hazlitt and the Redskins threw everything at them. It's something you've never seen from the Redskins defense in a long time. Mm. Certainly didn't see it yesterday. Uh, is there something to that? Like not being the team to beat? Seattle was also the team to beat. Now they're in trouble.
0: So you're saying t- so teams get extra fired up to play
1: you? Yeah, exactly. We're back. We have we regained that status when we went six and one, and the teams are like, all right. Let's, let's play those old Cowboys that we like to beat up on.
0: Well, you make a good point on the uh, Washington defense because yeah. yesterday they gave up 20, 29 to Minnesota, but Bridgewater also missed Cordero Patterson twice, who was wide open on deep balls. Right, like, why, One time he was open by like 100 yards, and uh, wow. that easily could have been a 40-point game.
1: Yeah, and the Redskins gave up to three touchdowns to a running back. Everyone in fantasy has cut uh, a dozen times. He just got cut nine more times yeah. as you were saying that <laughs> sentence. So. All right. Uh San Francisco at New Orleans, the third excellent game, I would say, of the uh, early ones.
0: Is this a loser leaves town match? It's not because the Saints are gonna win that division, but it might be for the Niners. I
1: think it is. I think the Niners have left town. I think they're four and four. <laughs> they're out. They're at the Saints. They have two against Seattle and one against Arizona. That's six losses. I mean, ten and six, maybe you could get in at ten and six, but
0: and they have not looked good this season. No, I have them at two legit wins, three legit losses, and three either-or games. But also two blew-it games where they just outright blew a game in the fourth quarter in a, in a catastrophic way.
1: They've yeah, done it twice. I would say they They're, blew it too. Although I thought the Rams outplayed them yesterday, but I know what oh, you're they saying. totally they, did. Yeah, I mean eight I, sacks. That defense is, is back of Quinn and everyone, but they. Uh, and then here's the other thing. If Kaepernick says he crossed the line before fumbling, why don't we just trust him? Forget all this replay nonsense. has got to be more trust in the world. It's almost like when you call your own fouls and pick up hoops. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did you? Do you think you crossed? Yep, yep.
0: <laughs> well, I've had money on Kaepernick this season, not last week, not, yet, mm-hmm. not yesterday, but it's hard to trust that guy. I feel like p- from play to play, you don't know what Kaepernick's going to show up. He's all over the map. I don't feel like he's getting better. Do you feel like he's getting better? No, I, I don't. Like he's and in the offense same spot he was two years ago.
1: Well, uh, you know, I, I think we both know Harbaugh wants to be fired or it'd be somewhere else. So th- this, the fact that he switches up the offense every game might, might have something to do with it. Why well, isn't Franco running the ball downhill at the goal line, you know, or just the whole rest of the game? They're a mess. Harbaugh. They do get guys back, though.
0: It'd be funny if Harbaugh just was working on his resume during the games. <laughs> <laughs> or he was, or was just wearing clothing from other teams just to be a dick.
1: Yeah. All right. Yeah, so I volunteer have, fireman. I have Saints by five. I think this is pure Vegas zone. It is Vegas. Not, well, not quite Vegas zone yet. I said four and a half and it's four. Oh, so that's I too think low. Maybe they're looking at the must win Niners uh, situation there.
0: Yeah. That's too low though. You know, that saints are an interesting spot here. They have, they have a, a three game homestand, mm-hmm. San,
2: yeah, they're Francisco, on the road forever.
0: San Francisco, Cincinnati, Baltimore. And they also played Thursday night. So they basically have three and a half weeks where they just get to be home and mm-hmm. sleep in their bed and just do things that you do when you're at home.
2: Gee. And, oh, okay. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry. Uh, but they are kind of quietly under the radar, undefeated at home
1: yet again. Well, I think that, that Packers uh, mauling shows that they're back, I think. I don't know. And who's, who, maybe this is a close game, but this team's winning the division. Yes. I so if they,
0: go, if they go 2-1, and one, two. And, well, then they have Carolina. So there's San Francisco, Cincinnati, Baltimore at Pittsburgh, Carolina. Those are their next five games. Mm-hmm. If they go 4-0 and in those home games,
1: right. I think that clinches the division.
0: I think – That would be one, right. two, three. That would give them eight wins. Isn't eight wins clinched to the, the NFC South?
1: Well, I have them. They're 4-4 four and four with, uh, what, eight left. So I think if they go 4-12, and 12, I think they're tied with Atlanta for the division lead. So, yeah, they only have to
0: lose their last eight. They have San Francisco, Cincy, Baltimore, Carolina, Atlanta left at home. On the road, they have at Chicago, at Tampa. The only tough game they have is at Pittsburgh in week 13. No, that's they're fun. going to be favored in every single game they play the rest of the way, except for that Pittsburgh game. So, yeah, um, yeah it's interesting. I, I wish we had – we should have had this conversation after week seven because it was set up. If they had beat the Packers, then they're favored against the Panthers. Like
1: They were they were 2-4, and four, and they might end at 12-4. and four. They might go yeah. on a 10-game run. Well, they can go six and two and win it, right? If they're ten and six, yeah.
0: I don't even think I'm, they're that good.
1: I wanted to look up their division odds if they have them right now because that—that's a win. Uh, they So you're
0: saying we're the only people that could swing their destiny right now is you <laughs> and me with another <laughs> one of our terrible bets. Well, we could do it. Uh, we didn't even talk about how we never hedged. the. Uh, people have been asking me, and I've been—I've been. I've been uh, I don't want to talk about, about it anymore. We never hedged the Royals bet, and and we talked about it, and and I think we even said the only way we were screwed is if Madison Bumgardner for some reason, pitched four innings, and he pitched five.
1: Yeah, for some reason the, the clock was turned back to the 1920s, where pitchers threw uh, you know 73 innings in, in three days, and uh, yeah, and he did it. <laughs> he just came out of. I'm disappointed no though because it
0: was one of our all time most memorable gambling losses. I mean, what a great bet! We had the Royals at 18 to one. We mm-hmm. have that they're minus 140 in a game seven. We easily could have just won money no matter what
1: we did. But no, we tried to be heroes. We texted back and forth about 20 times that day it was yeah. team, what we wanted to do. But yeah. yeah.
0: So we
1: could have lost. The
0: only better way to lose that is if Alex Gordon had been thrown out at home for the yeah. inside of the park home run, getting thrown out at home would have been our greatest loss of all time. I'm disappointed it didn't happen.
1: They should have sent them. They should have sent them. I know that's all anyone talks about is a third base coach being fired now, if, if that happens. But it would have been fun. It would have been fun to way in well if if he had sent
0: him and he'd gotten thrown out by thirty feet, it would have I think Twitter just would have self combusted yep, yeah, but that would have been great what's interesting is my friend Connor was at the game mm-hmm. texted me immediately after and said we should have sent him so really on t v it did, it looked like he would have been out by a million but. It, Maybe he was slowing up hitting third base. If if the if the guy had just been doing the windmill with his arm, maybe he
1: tears around third base, it would have been closer. I don't know. Well there's a screen grab now. He's just just rounding third as the cutoff guy gets the ball. So it would have to the, the throw would have to be offline, about ten feet at least. But um but I thought he slowed up from first to second. Like if he, he had did. been running full speed all the way, I think that's a closer play. Maybe I think they send him. What so. bothered me more was that they
0: let Perez hit. That's uh-huh. what I didn't like, because Perez was on one leg. He got nailed in the leg. He couldn't walk. He right. couldn't push off his left leg. I didn't think he had any chance of getting hit there. I would have pinch hit Dyson.
1: They weren't getting two hits off Bumgarner that inning. Yeah, probably It not. just wasn't happening. Saints probably are minus not. 500 for the division. So we're already, we're already <laughs> done with that bet. We can't do it. Uh, too bad. Uh, Pittsburgh, P- Pittsburgh at the Jets.
0: Oh, I'd be a little worried about this game if I'm a
1: Pittsburgh fan. Uh, well, you guess you guess the line, and then we'll talk about it because this is—I was way, way, way off on this.
0: I'm going to guess Steelers
1: by seven and a half. Okay, and you were way, 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 way off on it. I said six and a half. Steelers by two and a half. What? We need to spend an hour and a half just discussing this line. I think.
0: <laughs> what? I was up by five points. That might be my record for the season.
1: I'm sorry. Okay, it went up to four. It did go up to four since I checked this morning. But even so, so my God. So is it four or is it two and a half? It's four now. It's four. But it was two and a half this, this morning, like the, the hours after that game was played. God, that's so stupid. That doesn't make a, a tiny bit of sense. These Jets secondary is going to cover these guys.
0: So the Jets... Get the number two pick overall instead of the first pick, yeah, so they end up getting not the guy everyone wants, but like kind of the 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 guy nobody or whatever the guy right. you're not the, as excited about Sanchez leads the eagles to the Super Bowl, oh wow. Can you, renown, can you just stop being a Jets fan if you're a Jets fan? Like Sean it works for Grantland. Can he just quit? Can he resign?
1: Yeah, I think, he, can. I think he could have resigned when the backup tight end caught the ball on his, on his back for the Chiefs, a ball that was thrown you know, 12 yards in the opposite direction. I think right. that's a good time to, to pack it in. But Fumbo would have been a good time to quit. Yeah, that's another good one. That's yeah. another one. Wow, that line is too low. Let me ask that, this because you know, all these Steelers receivers are emerging now. And you had the problem with the Thomases on the Broncos telling Demarius from Julius. Yeah. And I think NBC especially does a bad job of cutting away to the quarterback's reaction too soon before you see who caught the ball. Like, all you need to see is a guy's that's just about to roll and we're going to see his name on his back. Would you, yeah. be, would you object to like a little flag above the receiver's head like in a video game that says who he is? In the oh, in the red zone on red. Well, zone that place. should just
0: be its own channel. Maybe that should be the red, the uh, fantasy zone channel. Oh, interesting. Yeah, the Steelers' red—it's right, like they're coming off an assembly around Those
1: receivers—they're all five ten. Yep. Is one yep. of them?
0: Is, is any of them tall?
1: All picked uh, like a hundred eighth in the draft. Yeah, they're great at picking receivers. Yep, really good, really good. I got I scared. Can... He got sacked three times in a row. I said, "Oh man, it just maybe the old Steelers are back." But now their offensive line is young. The receivers are young. It's yeah. a good team. Atlanta at Tampa Bay. I got Atlanta by one, and I don't like my pick. Oh, you got it. You hit it exactly. Okay. I thought about it for like a two good two minutes, and then I said, "I'm I'm calling it a pick'em," and it is Atlanta by one. Way, let's Mike, think about this for a second. One team yeah. beat the other, fifty-six fourteen, and the team that yeah. lost has only one win, and mm. they're an underdog by just one point. And I think, I think I love Tampa Bay. I'm going to go on Sports Center and pick Tampa Bay this week. You watch. <laughs> I like it. It's uh, <laughs> insane.
0: Atlanta. I was very surprised they didn't fire their coach. Yeah, the Bucks this could be the
1: game if they get
0: blown think, out. Mike Glennon has broken the record for me for most times I've said, you know, he's not that bad, and then he'll immediately make a terrible
1: play. Right. I don't know what happened. They should have won that game. They had uh, that was bad. Yeah, they should have. You know, like it's 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 that thing where they'll get nine yards on the first carry, and they're in the other side of the field, and then there's like three medium range, three stupid passes. You know, just like get the first down or throw long or something. Don't don't tease us with nonsense.
0: We had that game on a smaller TV yesterday, and. And uh, Hoyer was not good in that game. and hasn't been good for a couple of weeks, no. but at some point we all started talking about Manziel mm-hmm. and, you know, and they kept showing Hoyer on the bench looking sad and we're like, ah, Manzel, maybe it's in range. And then all of a sudden they went split screen on the
1: Hoyer reds. I was like, oh, right. come
0: on. One more bad Brian Hoyer play. I want to see Manziel.
1: I could tell but, you from being there last year and talking to some people who might make a difference. I don't think, I don't think they have plans of playing him this year. Good. forever. No. No, uh this year. <laughs> That's it. Well it'd be exciting. I don't want to screw
0: up the it draft. You certainly would would grab one of the TVs at my house if Mintels in the game. All
1: right. Uh you're winning five to four going into the three late afternoon games. One is Denver at Oakland.
0: Oh, I'm hitting this one exact. Good. Broncos by ten and a half.
1: Alright. I said eleven and it's up to twelve. Oh. No. It's up to twelve. Yeah. Um, yeah, I felt like bad for Oakland. This is a bad spot for them. They're
0: congratulations to Peyton Manning for uh, crossing 400 yards yesterday.
1: Meaningful. Why, why? Why do you say that? I just congratulations. It's funny because I, I uh, on Grantland I put a prop up, one of my many losing props, that there will not be a 400 yard passer yesterday, and it was it was plus 130. And if oh, you look Jesus. at it, there's only been like three of the first eight weeks that there has been. So I was like, all right, I'm getting odds on this. And if, he, of course was the only one to, uh, to jump over for us.
0: didn't do
1: it. I don't think yesterday. Oh, oh, you yeah. know what? You, you might be right. As of, uh, as of the night, as of, it wasn't. Let me see.
0: It's, it sounds like a great bet as as we're in the middle of one of the biggest passing runs we've ever had in the league. It's definitely <laughs> well, listen, to bet against would it. you
1: have thought it was good when you heard it was snowing in Foxborough and there's two <laughs> good defenses finally?
0: <laughs> I wanted him to keep throwing when they were down 22 with two minutes left and try to, yeah. try
1: to really pat it, get it yeah. up a little more. Oh, what all a right. mess. No, Roethlisberger at 340. It was only manning. Okay. Uh, all right, St. Louis at Arizona. I have the cards. Good. High. and a half. All right. I went, well, I think I get it, right? I said eight and it's seven and a half. No, you do get it. That's That's a, a, can you see them getting tripped up here a little? Yeah, it's a point too high. But I mean, I could see them. Well, I don't know. Every time I say I could see the Cardinals lose. They just embarrass me. I will me, say
0: but... Carson Palmer, even yesterday in Dallas in the first quarter, had a couple of throws, and you're thinking, like, oh, man, this is Ooh. unraveling right now. This is it. We're all going to feel stupid for thinking Carson Palmer could be a playoff quarterback, but then he kind of righted the ship, but it's, it's lurking. It's sitting there. They're making it though. They're definitely making it. They're making it. I'm just saying it's, it's, I I just feel the dumb moment coming at some point this season Uh where I'm going to put a lot of money in the Cardinals and then he's going to burn me and I'm going to, I'm going to feel bad about myself.
1: Let's do it this week. Let's get it out of the way.
0: Okay, good. (laughs) Giants at Seahawks. I, I, I mean, when was the last time the Seahawks covered?
1: It's uh, It was long before Did they you they cover that
0: the Monday night game?
1: Russell and Hustle split. Oh, they what covered the, the Skins night? game.
0: when, And the Skins almost got— So remember the Skins almost got the cheap touchdown at the end. Or maybe the Seas. Somebody got a cheap touchdown at the end or didn't or whatever. But, man, they— Let's
1: see, yeah. They haven't covered the last four games. They didn't cover against the Raiders, didn't cover against the Panthers, uh, certainly didn't cover against the Rams, didn't cover against the Cowboys, they lost yes, it was the Redskins on October sixth.
0: Right, which they almost didn't cover. Cheap cover, yep, Monday night. And then the Broncos game went to O T. They were they were favored by five and they covered that with the overtime touchdown. hmm Didn't cover week two, covered in week one. they only covered three yeah, times. This is not only your one of them was Seahawks.
1: I, know.
0: I have the Seahawks
1: by nine and a half. Ah, uh, you get me. I said 10 and a half. I still went high. I don't know what to expect of the Giants tonight. It's eight and a half. So three, four, five, six to three, four, five, six. We're tied. And there's two games remaining.
0: Can we raise money for the 12th man? (laughs) The 12th man is sick. He really is. We got to raise funds. We had a charity drive for the 12th man.
1: There's no no energy. Now, keep them sick. I want to try to back into the wild card here. Keep them sick. Can you get the 12th man some more coffee? <laughs> by the way, you know I love you, Seattle. You're
0: probably my favorite American city other than Boston. Oh, Step it up, go. for God's sake. Seriously. How do you lo- beat the Raiders by six at home? Derek Carr should have been like pooping his pants in that game. Yeah. That is a Come bad on, 12th job. Man. Bad job. I think, I,
1: you know what? They won a Super Bowl. I think they're coasting a little bit, the 12th man. Maybe got, got, you not know, too much. Five and three. Another five and three you might not get them in the playoffs. 12th man, they 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 win. They're kind of out. They're out every night. They're not not taking
0: it seriously. Maybe uh-huh. the tailgates are a little more important now. It's not life or death. Like, 12th man needs to re- rediscover itself.
1: Yeah. Hanging out with Honey Boo Boo's mother.
0: They're yeah, just, come on, yeah, 12th man. Wake up. Derek um, Carr in, in Quest and they lose by six? Terrible. Is it Quest Field? Which one? Whatever Link,
1: Yeah. Century Link, whatever the no, whatever you might corporate right. sponsor it is. Chicago Green Bay, Sunday night. This is uh, the only game that there's uh, there's already been one of. Are we sharing season tickets? What's that? Wh-
0: which team are we going to share four season tickets for uh, of the AFC or NFC team that comes to LA?
1: Which one? Do you, what do you think? What's well, tough because what? I root for an AFC
0: team and you root for an NFC team. Mm-hmm. I would rather have the NFC team oh, or maybe really? you just right. get season tickets for the AFC team and I'll get season tickets for the
1: NFC team. Okay. That's how we'll do it. Cause we if my son gets into it, too. we've been talking about this for years, but it just doesn't happen. You think there's two teams here and in, in three uh, years, lock it down. Really? I think it could happen next year. And where are they? It's going to be, it's going to be where the racetrack uh, was the Hollywood racetrack.
0: Well, short term they'll play at the Coliseum, but I right. think they're gonna. I think the NFL is gonna build a stadium and they're gonna fund it with Super Bowl seat licenses. Mm-hmm. It's really,
1: it's a smart idea and it's gonna work. And it's a ra. It's the Raiders or the Chargers. It's funny. Well, I talked to my. I talked to my nine year old and I said, "Listen, I know I've saddled you with these Cowboys, but." we have to root for Tony Romo for as long as he plays on the team. But if if an LA team comes here, I understand you could root for him. I'll root for him a little too. He's like, well, what, what will we have? I said, well, it could be the Raiders. It could be the Rams. He's like, Oh, I don't want to root for those teams. (laughs) I said, said, well, it's cyclical. Then I try to explain cyclical and he just doesn't get it. I was like, I'm sorry the the Broncos aren't coming to LA. I don't know what to tell you.
0: Well, it's definitely the Rams. And yeah. I think it's somewhere it's Raiders, Jaguars, or Chargers for the uh for the West Coast team. Right. For the AFC team. All right. I think, I think the uh I think the Jags would be fun. The LA yeah. Jaguars. I just kinda like it. That is pretty good. Yeah. That is pretty good. We'll see. All right. Two more Chicago, left.
1: Chicago at Green Bay, Sunday night. I got Packers by nine and a half. Oh wow, you went high. I win the week now. Because I picked the last one exactly. It's, uh, I said Green Bay by seven. It's seven and a half. That's too low. think too low?
0: Yeah. I think that Bears team is, is, has the biggest of biggest pitchforks in it.
1: And these two teams went opposite ways in the relax bowl when Aaron Rodgers told everyone to relax. Green Bay mm. beat Chicago in Chicago 38-17. So, like a little over a month ago. I think Chicago's done. They went in different directions. So, what are we doing? Teaser with Steelers and Packers?
0: I'm going to tease the Packers with everyone in, in <laughs> week 10, college football. I'll parlay them with basketball teams.
1: You <laughs> could tease it with the Packers and the 12th man. Get yeah. the 12th man down, the sixth man. Yeah. You could do it. And then Carolina at Philly Monday night. Sanchez.
0: How many points is he worth toward the Panthers? Because uh, normally I would say like Eagles by eight, but I think Sanchez knocks the line down by at least a half point. So I'm going to say Eagles by seven.
1: Well, they knocked it down even more. I hit it. It's uh, six. Oh, he's worth two points. Yeah. It's funny when they interviewed him, he says, well, You know, it all comes back so quickly. It's like, What? Really? Well, does the bad stuff come back quickly, too? Because uh, that's, I think, where we left off with you. I don't mind Sanchez Sanchez won playoff games. I like, I I thought he got, I I don't know. I mean, the jets, it just wasn't going to work for him there. I guess I know he did win road playoff games, which is tough for a young quarterback, but um, my thing is
0: when, when you're in a terrible situation, it's really hard to say you you're terrible at whatever job you have. If you're in a bad situation that has to factor in a little bit. And you just look at that Jets situation, the fan base, the city, Mm -hmm. the the weapons he had, the coaching, like all that stuff. It's like, it wasn't a great chance for him to succeed.
1: Right. You're right. Well, I'm not going to root for him in Philly. I'm sorry. I have a gambling tip
0: for you. What is it? You know, I'm always wrong with NBA Mm -hmm. day-to-day gambling lines. I have nobody's worse than me. It's almost like I have too much information. So anywhere I lean, just go the other way. Mm -hmm. The style that the Celtics are playing, I think the over is one of the great bets in sports history for this next month. Really? Yeah, because they, they, they're just trying to emulate the Spurs, and they're all about pace, and they're all about shooting threes and just pushing the ball. And even like the Houston, Houston game on Saturday night where they were like 0 for 20 from threes, they'd made right. the threes. They would have hit the over by like over by like 15 points.
1: But wait, didn't you tell me at my party you lost with the over? Is that, was that Saturday I did, night? but oh. they went like 0 for 20 from threes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Here's something my buddy sent me. The favorites, if you money line the favorites the first day of the NFL uh, NBA season, they go yeah. to 12 games, 58 to 1 odds. They all won. Wow. 58 to 1. That's amazing. That won't happen again. We missed um, it. All right, cuz plug some stuff. Yeah, and Jimmy Kim alive, Nathan Fillion tonight, Gina Rodriguez, Fallout Boy, and my, uh, oh, my annual Halloween hidden camera prank on uh, unsuspecting trick or treaters. And um, mm. uh, look for my Thursday night game prop blog on Grantland. It'll start yeah. Thursday afternoon. And then Sports Center starting at 10 p.m. Thursday on the West Coast, runs throughout the day Friday. Uh, somehow picked three teasers in a row. That's the good news. Everything else is the bad news.
0: You've always been good at the teasers. The cuz. Yeah. We'll see you for week eleven, as always.
1: Good job by you. Good job by you, Billy.
0: All right, as promised, we're gonna call my dad, who's excited about the Patriots game. I have not talked to him since uh the Patriots beat Denver, so let's do that right now. Look. Tom Brady has risen.
2: Tom Brady look has looked terrific the last five weeks. After yeah. all the naysayers, called for us to be trading him or getting a draft pick or starting Galapagos. So looking good.
0: Well, one good thing is that we never did a podcast after that chiefs game because we were both in a pretty dark place.
2: Well, the, the other thing though, is it seems like every year we have that one terrible game Yeah, and then the team rallies. And the problem though, on top of that is this is like four years in a row we've had major injuries. So, I thought their performance yesterday, given the people that they've lost for the year, or at least even Chandler Jones for the next month, I thought it was just outstanding. It was great. Didn't you feel
0: good when you when you knew it was going to be cold and a little bit snowy?
2: Yeah. I if it would it, if it had been a one o'clock game, yeah. it would it would have been even more disruptive weather conditions for Peyton Manning because at one o'clock it was still snowing and the wind was howling right by the time we got to the fourth quarter the wind had really died down as you noticed
0: (laughs) Sal and Uh, I Sal and I were just talking I was explaining how I feel like in a weird way the the Chiefs loss and then the whole is Brady done all that stuff it's kind of rejuvenated the the Boston fans behind Brady a little bit. I don't, you know what I mean? Like nobody wants this Brady thing to end yet. and People are are really locked in. I feel like on this particular Patriots team, do you agree?
2: I agree. And I also think that it, all that talk after the uh, Kansas city game, uh, really got to Brady, really irritated him, really irked him. Yeah. And, uh, he he's been an angry player and a happy player at the same time. He's he's really in charge out there. Um and he has new players that are finally starting to adapt. Uh and also Gronkowski finally looks about 99% healthy, don't you think?
0: Yeah. And that's we we we've been talking about that on the phone the last few weeks, but that's the guy. If if we have him healthy, I feel like we have a chance against anybody, you know.
2: It was a scary moment. There was a scary moment in that game last. Yes. I know what you're going to say. Uh, that same guy that got him yeah. last time, TJ Ward Pollard. He went
0: for the knees. I know that guy's. You know, we were talking about it—not you and me, but my friends that were over a week ago—about how this seems to be the new way to tackle tight ends. Because you're not allowed to go high on them anymore. So all these safeties just come flying in at their knees and they're, they're, you know, they're taller and it's tough for them to kind of absorb the hit. It just seems like that's going to keep happening.
2: Well, I, I mean, after the same guy is the guy that knocked him out a year ago. And it was almost the same way he went airborne heading toward the knee and right below the knee and no penalty called. Right. I mean, Crazy.
0: I thought they, I thought they were going to run a play, where, uh, where they just were, just a play that Gronk could just annihilate that guy somehow, like a little revenge block play or something. But I guess the the revenge was was the forty three points.
2: Uh, maybe the revenge was the backwards one handed left handed catch that ball, twist around, and fall to the ground on the one yard line.
0: It was amazing.
2: Even Brady, uh, in his press conference, which I don't think you get that on the West Coast, said it was the uh, most spectacular catch he's ever witnessed. Wow. I mean, which obviously says a lot, Given and, and also given he threw that pass. It wasn't a very well-thrown pass, but that Gronkowski, if he could stay healthy. But all these cheap shots that these safeties are taking to try to get him out of the game, it's just going to continue. It certainly does feel that way.
0: Yeah. Be honest. In the first half, you got mad at Brandon LaFell a little bit.
2: Oh yeah. I, you know he's 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 a little bit our trick or treat guy this year. Yeah. Uh, he can do some really good things. He gets open, and and then he seems to have one or two plays a game where you just shake your head and and you wonder why he can't get his act together.
0: He's kind of he's kind of a compilation of all the frustrating receivers
2: we've had during the during the entire Brady era. Fortunately, though, Brady doesn't seem to have lost confidence in him. He still goes back to him. Although yeah. there, he, there was a stretch after he dropped that touchdown
0: that he wasn't around.
2: He wasn't around. I thought I thought, they, uh, I thought <laughs> Belichick sent him in the locker room. We noticed that.
0: All of a sudden, it was Amidola and Edelman yeah. for a while.
2: All of a sudden, the other trick-or-treat guy was out there, Amendola, doing things. Yeah. And, of course, Amendola is another trick-or-treat guy who caused the interception. You know, not yeah. catching that pass, but I, it's hard to complain. I mean, h- how about, though, my, my brother Don, who you know, obviously. <laughs> yeah, because he he's text- my I he do text- know him. me throughout the game. Yeah. The joke in the family is when we play Manning, Don hides under the bed, and we don't let him come out until it's safe. And he texted me halfway through the third quarter. I think we were up like twenty-five points, and he said, "Can, he, can I come out from under the bed now?" And I said, "No, not until the middle of the fourth quarter." Manning still scares me to death. I know. I don't care how far behind he is.
0: I know. He's. It, it is funny. Like at one point, what was it like thirty? 35 to 14 or whatever it was. Safe? No, no. no. <laughs> there was 11 minutes left. We're up 22. When well, we didn't get the two-point, I was mad. I was like, oh, no.
2: Right. We're only I, up 22. And that's what I was figuring. Oh, no, now they only need two seven-point touchdowns and one yeah. two-point conversion, and they were, they're tied again. Yeah. Be well, that was,
0: that was a big win from from a, a home-field advantage standpoint
2: it it was it really was big and i'm sure you noticed uh, at some point toward the end of the game they posted the patriots schedule and uh denver's schedule uh, our next 5 games are really really difficult yeah and here you have denver next sunday playing oakland and i mean they just have i don't know whether a team that was in the super bowl ends up seemingly with a much softer schedule I, I'm not sure how that came about. but
0: Well, Denver has two Oakland games left. They're at St. Louis. They're home for Miami and at KC, home for Buffalo. They could lose one of those. At San Diego, we have San Diego, too, and San Diego um, is going the wrong way. And then their toughest is Week 16. They're at Cincinnati Monday night, I guess. At KC, at Cincinnati, are their two toughest.
2: Well, Patriots. I mean, certainly in the next five games are all tough.
0: Pats are at Indy, home for Detroit, at Green Bay, at San Diego, home for Miami, little revenge game there, at the Jets, home for Buffalo. All,
2: you know, all tough games. I mean, I know the Jets are terrible, but they always play us well. Buffalo has been playing us well. Tough, tough schedule. I wish I was playing Oakland twice. It's weird. We're playing.
0: We're playing at Green Bay. I think on Thursday, right? Or no? No, I don't think so.
2: Um,
0: or maybe it's Thanksgiving week. Yeah. it's a Thanksgiving Sunday. It's Thanksgiving Sunday, yeah. I don't remember the last time we played at Lambeau.
2: I don't either, actually.
0: It's been a while. That's going to be a good one. Yeah, we yeah. got Luck, and we got uh, – so we had Peyton Manning, Luck, and and Rodgers three or four weeks. And then we got Detroit with Calvin Johnson back.
2: And San Diego, which uh, I thought was playing better. I, I did watch some of that game yesterday. Uh, Rivers looked terrible, but it yeah, might have black. just been one of those games.
0: Um, do you want to talk really quickly about the Celtics?
2: I wish we were talking about the Celtics after the first game. The second game, they looked terrible. but that's... Well, We didn't make a shot. I know. But we couldn't make gonna... three. It's a three. Well, it's kind of a fun team. I like the style, though. It's a fun team. I like, I like all the young guys. But uh, back, and and obviously when they make three point shots, it's even more of a fun team. But I think they made one out of their twenty one three point shots. Yeah, they're oh for twenty, and then yeah. they
0: made, Jeff Green finally made one. Yeah, they missed I mean, the first twenty. That's a problem.
2: That's a, that's that's going to shoot you out of every game. Um, but. Uh, Houston. I like the style though
0: yeah Houston the, the Dwight Howard against Kelly Olynyk and Jared right. Sollinger and Brandon Bass is a problem Right. And, and Tyler Zeller and all these people but again
2: but, you know, the, uh, Dwight Howard's not impacting three point shooting no we're just the Marcus Marcus Smart is going to take a while and I think he's shot for seven didn't he uh, his a, shooting is going to be a a uh, back and forth thing all all year long I guess He's going to be a crowd favorite, though. Yeah, my, our our I, again, I didn't make opening night, but I I go this Friday night, and they're playing uh, Indy, which I thought Ooh, was going to win. be I thought was going to be a great matchup, and obviously now it's Indy's really struggling with injuries.
0: You're not excited to see Donald Sloan and Bradley Stuckey. Uh, I think that's their crunch time guards, yeah, it's gonna be a problem i like I like the Celtics team. I feel like it has an identity it they have a great coach. Rondo looks like Rondo from three years ago, and I've now flipped my opinion yet again.
2: well, if I think it's living, a new
0: personal record. I do not want to trade Rondo now.
2: if you were living in Boston and you were talking basketball, there's only one topic of conversation that yeah it's. Are they or are they not going to trade him? And should they or should they not trade him? And what might they get for him if they do want to trade him? I mean, so many question marks. He looks healthy. That's that's obviously a positive for another team weighing whether they want, whether they want to make a trade for him.
0: I, thought, I think he looks fantastic. He's getting to where he wants to get in the court.
2: So now you're of the opinion we should give him the max contract and hold on to him?
0: Yeah, and in the, in the only way I wouldn't is if somebody came in with a stupid trade. Like, you 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 probably haven't watched Minnesota yet this year, but um, no. that trade they made for Kevin Love, which I'm always of the opinion you want to keep the best guy in a trade, but he was leaving. They didn't have a choice. That was about as good as they were going to do. That Anthony Bennett is going to be good. I, right. I think that's I going to be a it. redemption story. That, that guy had a huge impact in the Bulls game, yeah. and Wiggins is going to be good, and they got two – you know, elite prospects for a guy who was leaving anyway. So if that trade is out there, I would do it. I, my, my issue is, I don't know if that trades out. I'm not
2: sure that trade is out there because there, there certainly are more high performing point guards right now than there are Kevin love type rebounding shooting forwards. I think it was more
0: valuable. The team I have an eye on is Sacramento. And that that's the team that I always thought made the most sense because that they want to make a splash. They've already done a trade a little bit similar to that, although they not have to give up a lot. But Rudy Gay, like just trying to get a veteran who makes a lot of money and figuring it out later. But, but who, the, would
2: you, who would you want on that team? But
0: I mean, they, I, they beat the Clippers last night, yeah, or yesterday like, afternoon. They like a legitimate win. And Cousins looked fantastic.
2: Yeah, but you're not going to get Cousins. No. Um, Isaiah Thomas.
0: Not on the team anymore. He's
2: not on the team anymore. It might have been a nice piece to a trade. Uh, I don't see how we match up. Maybe you uh, get. Might have know. to be
0: a three-team trade. They, but, they got their first runner. They have Stauskas. <laughs> they have Ben McLemore. Um,
2: not, yeah, I look at the box go like, Ben McLemore looks like he uh, he's a bust.
0: I know he's not having a good start. I'm still, I would buy low on Ben Mclemore though. I think he's only like 20 or 21. I do yeah. like Stauskas.
2: Well, that's but, fine. But if you're gonna, if you're gonna make a trade for Rondo, you you can't take back only guys that you're buying low on.
0: Yeah, low potential guys. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's that's why they're probably gonna keep him. I thought yeah. Detroit was another possibility, but they started out terribly. Um, the Knicks just don't have the pieces.
2: No. And, and, uh, gonna, it, it's not, and it, the other part is, who really needs this kind of point guard? I mean, maybe we do the most of any of the teams that we're going to talk about.
0: I still like Rondo. I just like watching him. It was so much fun watching him kind of at the peak of his powers again in those first two games. Like, he, he's just an
2: incredible passer. I'm looking forward to Friday for a reason. You, when you and I, all the years we've gone to the games, we always kind of like, because of where we sit to watch what's happening in the huddle and the yeah. interaction between the coach and the players and the players with each other. And, you know, does the coach have the attention of everybody? And it, my impression, at least from TV is that the players are really looking to Rondo as a leader. Rondo yeah. is accepting that role and Rondo and the coach are getting along fine. Uh, that will mean a lot when they decide, do we, do they really want to trade him? I think,
0: you know, agree? um, I totally agree. Yeah. And, and, uh, I also think it seems like he wants to stay. It seems like he respects the coach and Stevens, uh, from what I heard, Stevens and his coaching staff spent the summer studying the Spurs and trying to figure out what made everything work for the Spurs. And well, it, helps. It, was, it
2: helps when you luck out and you can draft Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> well, right? other than
0: that, other than the part other where they that, got to Duncan uh, and Kawhi Leonard, um, uh, no, but it was, the, the big things with them was pace and space were the yep. two things that they were like, we have to figure out how to match the Spurs and what they do with pace. And sp-. so that's what Stevens has been kind of preaching and pushing during this whole preseason, even during the games. Like the, it's a team that wants to shoot three threes and layups right are the two shots they want, which sounds like a cliche, but. You know, they, they don't – Stevens doesn't care that they went 0 for 20 for threes because he wants them to keep taking those shots. He wants them to push the ball, and he wants them to play like the Spurs, and it's not a bad strategy. And they have the guy in Rondo who can kind of be the the chef putting all the ingredients together for the meal. Well, they just need is, better guys I mean, around That's him. a
2: good point. I mean, Rondo and Tony Parker have a lot of similar qualities. Right.
0: They can, you know, you, you use the point guard to kind of draw the defense to to put you in a position where you got guys open around and, you know, pushing the ball and the fast break, things like that. So I like I like where they're at. And, what, you know, it's really interesting. If they wanted to go the other way, if for some reason they thought they had a chance to be good a little bit sooner than maybe we think, they could go the other way and use one of those Brooklyn picks. And James Young, too. Like they have pieces to kind of. Like, let's say Atlanta fell out of it and decided they wanted to trade Al Horford. Right. But the Celtics could get in on that immediately, you know? And there's a couple guys around the league like that that maybe they'd want to make a run at. So I, I think they're going to be one of the most interesting teams to watch just from a transaction standpoint.
2: I have no idea what direction they're going to go. That's funny. There was a, uh, There was an article tucked away in one of the newspapers up here about that exact same topic, Al Horford and— Atlanta looks like they are gonna be out of it pretty quickly. And Yeah, I like
0: them this year. I thought they I thought they were gonna be in the in the forties.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they're so. one and
0: one so far. Yeah. Um who knows? It's the the east is definitely a lot better than it was last year.
2: I saw your Clippers lost last night.
0: No, yesterday. It was during the day.
2: Did you go? Of course not. It was a twelve thirty game. Oh twelve thirty game. Yeah, they
0: the clips have some issues. They uh they 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 have too many guard they don't have like a, a guy to guard those six seven, six eight forward swingman type guys. Like Perry Jones, I went Thursday night. Perry Jones like lit them up. They Perry couldn't Jones. Stop them. Perry Jones, I'm still
2: shaking my head about it. I know, that know that was, You, know you were mad
0: that day. They took Fab Mello over him. You were upset. I mean
2: really Fab Mello, you pass we, up on Perry Jones.
0: Yeah, it wasn't great.
2: <laughs> it was, <laughs> that was one of those.
0: I think you, you texted me the first game you saw Fab Melo in person. You were just
2: out immediately. Like for him in the warm-up line, you were out. He, he, yeah, immediately. Immediately. He looked like he, uh, he wanted to be on the beach. He, yeah. he wasn't interested in playing basketball.
0: Well, so. he got his wish because I don't think he's in yeah, the league anymore. Yeah, I think anymore. he's
2: on the beach in Brazil right now.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. but I think this Clip team, like, you know, he, the biggest possessions of the game that I went to on Thursday night, they had Jamal Crawford out there for defense. Like, one of the times, OKC called a timeout to set up a play, and the Clippers had a timeout to make subs and still had Jamal Crawford out there.
2: Well, he so, didn't play last night, right? He was he was uh,
0: hurt. He didn't play,
2: yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I'm just well, saying, like... You, you have Spencer Hawes, don't you, for, for defense? You made some strange signings on that. Clipper Why are you team? saying you like? I like. I'm like. Uh, well, I'm running my, the Clippers. My last recollection was you have season tickets.
0: Yeah, but they, just because I get to go to NBA games.
2: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, I was excited. Thursday night was you know I was like, oh, this is going to be great. Westbrook, and he got hurt within six minutes.
2: I know that we have um, our annual uh, basketball fantasy league draft on on uh, Saturday, and. There's so many question marks with guys getting hurt. Do yeah. you take chances on them, and when are they coming back? And
0: well, it's the kind the of a crazy in him in, already. Yeah, the difference in him and Rondo is he hurt a shooting hand. Yeah. And Rondo hurt the left hand, which doesn't have quite as much of an impact. Well,
2: you have Derek Rose, who who already has missed two games. And yeah. I mean... It's a weird it's, year. But you have LeBron, yeah. who...
0: I watched a lot of those first two Cavs games. LeBron doesn't look as explosive as he used to look. That Maybe he just to, has too much going on in his head. Find,
2: they have to find their way.
0: Yeah. Um, they'll find their way, but it might, it might take 20 to 30 games.
2: Well, the, the thing that struck me watching Cleveland, in order to get what they have, their benches looks pretty weak. They, they could really use Ray Allen coming out of retirement, although he hasn't retired, but they need a shooter off the bench. Don't you think? Yeah. 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 That bench looked pretty short. Reminded me of Miami's first year um, when their yeah, bench they bench really hurt them.
0: There's a lot of Dela Dova, who I actually like, but he's playing crunch time for them in, in a couple of these games, which is weird. It's a, it's wide open, though. I, th- I really think, like, 10 teams could make the finals.
2: Yeah, it's going to be a fun season. Um I'm looking forward to the games, the Celtic games. I'm going to go to. Like you, I was next next week. We have Oklahoma City in here, and I was really looking forward to that game. And obviously, neither of them is going to play now, right? You
0: have both of them. You have Oklahoma City and then Cleveland. Like back to back, back to
2: back. back Wednesday, Friday.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, interesting times in Boston.
2: Yeah, interesting times. Uh,
0: Although it looks like the Bruins are headed for one of those off seasons just has all the makings.
2: Well, the, I mean, their injury.
0: A lot of, lot of untimely injuries and weird things.
2: I, I'd rather – their history is they get the injuries toward the playoffs. I'd rather let them get the injuries now <laughs> and be like healthy for injured. the playoffs. Right? <laughs> I'm okay, okay with this. All right. Let Craig G rest for a month.
0: All right. Yeah. Uh, well, the Pats are, are back, we hope. Dad, always a pleasure. Talk to Patch you soon. back. Yeah.
2: Five tough games. Hopefully we're going to be 12-2 and two next time we talk. All right. Talk okay. to you Okay, bye. So I get the sound off. Whoa.
1: Thank you for downloading the BS Report with Bill Simmons.
2: Too
0: much fun. Check out more podcasts at the iTunes Music Store or
2: at PodCenter at ESPNRadio.com. Peace out.